This is the Newtown Dragon Boom Hard and CMD representing you are watching the Three Count Podcast. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering and I'm your host Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. But like you guys should be saying with me, say it with me. I am your Sherpa, or, you know, you should be saying you are my Sherpa. You got to have somebody who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. And that's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. And who's entering the ring today? You see him right next to me. This man can be found at TCW, CZW, PWE, CWF, GLLECWA. He can be found at Catalyst, WXW, and GCW. He is a singles competitor, a tag team specialist, a trainer, a mentor. He is the Nuketown Dragon. Boom! Harden. <laughs> Just people in the back room. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, thank you for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate this. Thank you for having me. Glad to be on. Hell yeah. So we have some mutual friends and stuff like that. And I asked one of them, you know, and she was like very direct. And she was like, this is the person you need to bring on the show. And I was like, bet. And I was looking over your resume and I was like, of course, this makes sense. It's like CZW alum. Like this is the dude to talk to. And uh, yeah, so for people who don't know who you are, please inform our lovely audience, who is Boom Harden? Hey guys, I'm Boom Harden, and I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm Boom Harden, born and raised in Cam, New Jersey. I've been in professional wrestling since I was about, unofficially since I was 15 years old, officially since I was 15 years old. Um, before I started wrestling, I was just helping out with the ECWA ring crew for about a year. But then um, in October 2016, I actually decided to venture into wrestling. I started training the CZW Academy. And about a year after that, I had my first match. And here I am today. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, if they follow, they're going to understand, like, you're in this great tag team. You guys have been tearing it up and down on the East Coast. You guys are just well-versed, well-traveled. And you yourself, you're like, it just kind of just been here, there, everywhere. And like you said, like unofficially, unofficially, you've been starting since you were 15. I just want to know, like, why, what what made you want to get into wrestling? It's really hard to explain what made me want to get into wrestling. I've been a wrestling fan since I was about six years old. Like, um, I just always felt attracted to it. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, there would be times where... I'd like stop watching wrestling just for like some dumb reason, but then like for some reason I always kept getting drawn back into it. And I remember like being like really little, saying like I'm gonna be a professional wrestler. And then around the time I was like nine or ten, I was like that's a stupid dream. But then around the time I was about like maybe twelve or thirteen, I'm like I kind of want to do it. So <laughs> I ended up just doing it, I guess. That's awesome though, because I know like a lot of people like. They want to go chase after their dreams, and then they just they just don't for whatever reason. You kind of like sell a piece of it off. You're like, well, I'll maybe I'll do that, and they'll kick the can, you know, down the road like three or four years, and you're like, ah, oh, like you know, another three or four. Years. And then before you know it, like it's like way too late. And I know, like especially for me, um, I you know, I made it no secret that I'm turning 37 this year, and I like kick that can down as much as I can. And now I'm like, no, no, no we got to really get this going. So like you know, being in like two years now, I'm just like. 
all right, we're achieving our dream. Like, let's see how far we can run this. And it's it's cool to see someone who's just like instantly locked in at like, you know, like you said, 12 or 13 and 15, you're like, this is the move. And since then you're just like, go, go hard or go home. Essentially, it's really weird. I've heard that from a lot of people, actually. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, man, you're so young. You have all this amount of time. I never felt like that. I always felt like whatever I want, just go after immediately. Yeah, and it makes sense. Like, that's usually a lot of people, like I said, have, like, that plan B, and they're like, well, just stick with plan B for now and just hope that A will work out someday, and they don't they really want to work for it. So it's cool to see someone that's just like, nah, here we go, and we're going to go chase that down. Uh so 15, been in for a little while. I got to know, because you have to have one of these. What's the worst bump you've taken? Oh, my God. Oh, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, man, there was just one time I was in, like, this giant seven-on-seven tag match. And I took a choke slam. It wasn't on the fall of my opponent at all. It was me so being, like, very young and very stupid, mind you. And I tried to, like, make it, like, a really sick, gnarly neck bump. And I ended up just, like, falling flat on my head. Oh, no. So <laughs> I feel like choke slams are a lot of the reasons why, like, a lot of people are like, man, I should re- – I, I immediately regret this. Like, <laughs> I don't know. If you take it well, it's actually, like, a pretty fun thing. But I was just being stupid and took it incorrectly. I love taking – like, it's one of those – it's one of those weird things. Like, I don't like – I don't like hitting an, uh, a back bump, right? But for some reason, like, I love a good choke slam bump. Like, just getting up as high as I can and just laying flat and just landing. It's kind of a sick thing. <laughs> no, that's wrestling. It's like, for some reason, it's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and you hit and you're like, yeah, it sucked, but it was so cool. Because you see the crowd's face and they're like, oh. You're like, yep, that's what I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, uh, okay, so let's say you have like you're you're in a match or something. You got something going on, ah, and then afterwards, obviously, people have like their post match rituals, right? So I'm just kind of curious, what is your post match meal, post match snack that you gotta have? Boneless wings from Applebee's, usually. Usually, got a certain flavor. Nah, just buffalo wings. <laughs> just regular buffalo wings. If that is a flavor unto itself, I apologize, but buffalo wings in particular. No, no, it's all good. I remember, like, I, I love going and just getting a good, just get some wings. That's really, like, the best choice. Like, I'm just like, I don't care. And I I have a lot of friends that make fun of me because I'm like, they're like, do you want boneless ones or boned? I'm just like, no, 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 just give me boned. If I wanted... Oversized chicken nuggets. I would ask for that, but I'm looking for bone wings. <laughs> yeah, um, I prefer boneless just for the benefit of the people that I'm just out with because it'd be pretty embarrassing to bring me along. And like when I eat, I eat like a dog. So like, if, like you just like you're just chilling, have a conversation, you look over and you just see me just tearing the bone up. Just... <laughs> like I can't have that. I gotta represent myself well. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> So, what's one of the hardest lessons that you've had to learn in the sport? The not everybody is your friend. That is the hardest lesson I had to learn in life. Really, not everybody is your friend. 
Yeah, that is a super hard lesson to learn. And it is one that I like continually find myself like repeating over and over again that like, damn, like this is insane that there's like, and people will make it seem like you, you know, I've heard like you can make a lot of friends in this business. There's going to be a lot of people on your team, but there's not going to be that many people in your corner. And it's so weird to think that like, that's it. That's what it is. And then you find yourself like supporting people. And then those people really don't give you the same kind of love that you're trying to give to everybody else. And you're like trying to be somebody's big cheerleader. And then they're just like, yeah, thanks, man. And just kind of keep cruising. Like, man, that's, it's kind of cold. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, it, it does suck. But at the same time, it's like we all come with different agendas and different roads and different paths. So if like, we just so up and drift ways just because like we have a different opinion or different agendas or different paths. So be it. But like, if it's like really like a really good friendship, even if like we have our spats at some point, we're going to rekindle. So if I bang with you, I bang with you at some point, we won't meet up again, but I wish everybody nothing but the best. Definitely. So you are a trainer. What kind of advice do you give to up and coming wrestlers? Correction, I am not a trainer trainer. I'm a trainer trainee in a way. I am, I always consider myself a student first and foremost, because like in wrestling, you're always learning. But I do have enough experience to where I do believe that I can teach somebody the basis of a pyramid in wrestling. I believe that wrestling is a pyramid. And I have enough experience to like teach people the base. All the other refined stuff, I don't have enough experience for that. But for anybody that is coming into wrestling, I just say go in with everything that you have. It takes a committed mind to go into wrestling. It doesn't mean always like it doesn't mean like always like be working yourself to the bone because I made that mistake before my past. It means to always recognize an opportunity when opportunity is there and just seize it. I like that. I like that a lot. So been around, been to a lot of different locker rooms. I got to know, though, one do and one don't of the locker room. Do? Just say hi to everybody. Like, uh, a lot of people, like, when you get into wrestling, at least, like, me, when I first got in, before I got in even, I was, like, very big on, like, trying to figure out the insides of the business, like, what to do, what not to do. I was always told, like, shake right hand. But it's like, it's evolved to more so just acknowledge people. Like, you don't need to go up and say, hey, how are you? I'm, I'm boom. But just be like, hey, yo, what's good, man? How you doing? How you like, I always make an effort to, like, make sure that everybody I see, that I show them some sort of love and affection. Just, like, acknowledge them. Because, like, not even, like, they're in the business. Because, like, you acknowledge everybody. Because, like, they're people. Just like, hey, yo, what's good, man? How you doing? Like, that, that says a lot. One don't in the locker room. Um, don't openly complain about something. Because that leaves a bad impression. Like, um, in wrestling, there's a lot of stuff that you may not want to do that you have to do just because it's business. But if you openly complain about it, that means that you're not grateful for the opportunity that's being laid out before you. It goes back to what I said earlier. Like, you need to seize every opportunity. There have been many times where, like, there's something I want to do in wrestling that I just didn't want to do. But, like, that's because I didn't recognize it for an opportunity that it was at the time. So... If you're, like, doing something that you don't want to do, understand that it could be something beneficial to you that you have, just haven't realized yet. I like that. I like that. Well, listen, those are, like, all my heavy-hitting questions, but we do got to get into the second-best segment of the Three Count Podcast. People wonder what's the first. 
So Red Dogs Power Rankings that you can find every Sunday on our debate show. But this is the three count podcast, 10 count questions. And Mr. Boom, this is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast. Whatever's your answer, that's your answer. Okay. So we're going to add the imaginary timer for added pressure. Okay. Oh, my God. Bing. And here we go. SmackDown oh. or Raw? SmackDown. Favorite movie? Spider-Man. O2. Nice. Chip or Dale? Dale. Favorite cartoon? SpongeBob SquarePants. Let's go. Sonic or Mario? Mario. Favorite actor? Favorite actor is definitely Johnny Depp. Okay. Bet, bet. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Favorite podcast? Favorite podcast? Jim Cornette's podcast. It is a good podcast. Very insightful. Uh, nominate one person that you want to see on this show. I nominate Vinny Talata. And last but not least, my favorite question I ask every single person, favorite curse word. Bitch. It is a good word. It's a great word. <laughs> but those are all my questions for you. So the last thing I have is let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. You can find me Boom Hard on Facebook, Boom Hard on Instagram, Boom Hard on Twitter, Boom Hard on Snapchat. And please, 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 please comment, subscribe, share the Boom Hard YouTube page. But also you can find me at ProSingTees.com slash Boom Hard to get any and all Boom Harden shirts. They're really dope shirts, guys. Buy them. Rock them. Wear them. <laughs> Bet. There you go. He gave you handles. He gave you his, t- his T-shirt shop. You guys want to find all of his merch. And, you know, also he told you about his YouTube page. But like every great part of a wrestling match, we got to take it home. Because this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering. And like I said, I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. But like every good shirt, but it's, you know, you got to find someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficient than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering. And you see him right there. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Boom Howard. So you guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there or you just wait for this episode and you wait for that outro and then you choose another episode to listen to. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want you to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com. Give us a subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the Three Count Podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say also one thing i need you to do for me the three count podcast also has merchandise at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count pod please go buy our t-shirts we love you guys and we hope you love us too so show us some support please